Welcome everyone, this is Angelo and welcome you all to the another, well, let's say, the first official episode of InterSalesCast and uh, I'm happy to be here uh, sharing all the things that I know with you guys. Uh, so for this episode, what I really like to talk about is the topic on starting as an SDR because uh, I thought, what do I like to give to you? What do I like to share with you? And I would like to share my own experience as an SDR, who is a junior SDR at this point. You know, uh, I just, I worked as a junior SDR. I'm still working for some clients as a junior SDR in that range or sometimes AE, but mostly on a, as an SDR. And I want to share my real life experiences of all the market in general in 2022. So, Let's start um, with, uh, you know, how do I get into SDR first of all, you know, let's start with the introduction and the story on how I got started and how to get started as an uh, SaaS SDR and maybe some pros and cons and, so, uh, and a few recommendations that I think could actually help you in this new market, right? So How do I get started? So that's a good question to me, you know, and uh, yeah, I believe in Feb 2020, uh, I moved to Netherlands. Uh, that's where I'm actually uh, to start my own gaming startup. So uh, which was interesting because it was a tech startup and uh, it was focused on a web application that allows gamers to track and record a portfolio of the entire gaming career so that they can market uh, their gaming skills in the marketplace rather than, you know, streaming. And uh, that was my idea. That was my whole idea, a billion dollar idea. <laughs> it's funny to say right now, but uh, that was the idea. And that was the idea I was uh, ready to build a business around. Um, now, you have, may have noticed that I said I came to Netherlands on Feb of 2020. And we all know what happened on the next very month the whole pandemic explodes, right? It went from shit to absolute destruction. Now here I am stuck in a country with no actual meaningful connections or friendships or opportunity to network or meet new people or anything and has to build a company from scratch, from development to sales and I had to manage everything. It, it, it was, you know, I was in the worst situation in my entire life i didn't know what to do uh, and you had to understand you're building a business right when you're building a business the most important thing to for a business to be successful is connections you should know people you should be 
you know, you should have the right connections. You should have a network of people. Uh, you cannot, you know, sit in a room, build a product and hope that someone is going to come in and use it. You had to actually go out there with your product and show it to the world. Now, with Internet, uh, you can do it for free. Sometimes you had to pay money for that. Uh, but still, you had to go out there. You had to show it and uh, you had to. Uh, you know, you had to be there in the real world to build something. And that's how the business is actually takes place. You cannot do everything uh, in a room. And that's kind of an idea these days we have. But that's not how actually businesses works. But anyway, uh, somehow I managed to build an MVP, uh, a small team, and I was able to bring an investor to the company. No, with an investor, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't able to raise any capital or anything, but it was more of a letter of intent from this particular investor. And he was a great guy. And I would salute him for making the right decisions. If he would have invested money at that point, a 24-year-old guy who know, uh, you know, entrepreneurial experience uh, or any form of, you know, full-time work experience, he would have definitely uh, burnt that money. I, even I didn't have the right connections for people to guide me at that time. So he made the right decision, but at least he gave us a letter of intent, um, which was helpful in certain cases with government subsidies and those kind of things, but it didn't actually end up, you know, uh, the subsidies or those kind of funding actually didn't actually happen because of the whole Corona situation and the startup being too risky at that time. Um, so I tried to do something at that time. And, uh, you know, uh, at some point after two years, I realized that, okay, there is a fine uh, line between courage and stupidity. And after trying to build a business from scratch, I realized I might be about to step to the one line, the other line, to the stupidity line. So, so and, and when I got that realization, because you had to understand during that two-hour uh, period, Sorry, two-year period, I was completely broke. I was completely broke. I was always hungry. It was, I, I, I didn't know how I managed. A lot of people actually helped me. Uh, if it, if they didn't actually help me during that entrepreneurial time, uh, entrepreneurial period, I would have definitely starved to death. Uh, but anyways, uh, I don't want to talk too much about that story because it, it, the story is something we can, you know, put that out there at some point. But right now, it's all about being an SDM. Um, so by the end of 2021, uh, the December 2021, I shut down my company and my entrepreneurial uh, journey actually stopped right there on the nights of Christmas. So the, now my question is, now what? Okay, I don't have any particular experience working for other people. Uh, I after my master's, I started my own company. Now what? I just don't know what I want to do. So it was more on self-reflection. I was looking into uh, what is my strength? What are my strength? What are my weakness? Because even though I failed in my first time startup entrepreneurship, uh, I was good at something, right? And after looking into who I was and what I was doing and what are the things that kind of excited me, I realized maybe sales is the role I should be pursuing. So because it's talking to people, you know, you're showing a product, you're talking to people, 
you want to be you are excited because people are loving your product and that's pretty much the sales is uh, you're actually showing something hoping that people are excited by seeing that product or using that product and they're willing to pay money that's what uh, a sales is uh, most of the entrepreneurs actually do that and that's their main job and um, on jan i decided for uh, to look for sales roles in tech startups um because the main reason I really want to get into a tech startup scene is because I want to learn from other startup entrepreneurs, the successful ones, or people who actually made the first steps, uh, made the first, uh, you know, obstacles or adversity. And I want to learn from them. So I thought, okay, I, I'm not going to go for big companies. I'm going to go for small tech companies that I really want to learn from. Um, luckily enough, I got a freelance job or a contract job as a, with an amazing startup here in Netherlands, uh, and um, I started working as a sales lead um, or an SDR to be honest. And I had to say, guys, it was great. You know, it actually gave me an opportunity to think different, to think into new space. You know, and think businesses or opportunities in terms of money. Right, in terms of time and money and actually understand how the real world businesses actually works. Because before two years ago at that time, I was more focused on passion and dream, but there was no actual business model around it. There was an actual uh, understanding of how the businesses actually works, how market actually works, how people actually get paid. But once I start a job as a sales guy in a company, it actually gives me a lot of opportunity to look into things. In a very different point of view. Now, now, and it was really easy for me to get the job too because uh, now I had to say uh, you can do it too because uh, it took me one month to get get an uh, SDR job. And if you guys, if anyone is listening and listening to this podcast, and if you are trying to get a job as an SDR immediately, I would say. It's very easy to get an SDR job. Uh, all you had to do is that, okay, don't go for the big companies because their process actually takes a lot of time, like three to four months with different role plays and uh, yada, yada, yada. But if you really want to start with a tech company uh, as an SDR immediately where your main priority is to learn more about tech, but more tech and sales, and have some kind of experience within that um, and have kind of some kind of flexibility to do a lot of things but also a, a opportunity to grow more and earn more i would say go for startups or scale-ups and the hiring process is very simple too it's not it's not you know it's it won't take you uh six months to get hired all you have to do is one thing if you see SDR job. If you see a sales, sorry, a sales job right now on LinkedIn or Indeed or whatever sites you're working with, if you see an SDR job, click on the SDR job, read what are the job description is, what are your responsibilities will be, understand that if this is a role you can actually take, take on or carry on, and you can actually excel at it. What you have to do is that don't apply through LinkedIn or don't click on that easy apply. You go to uh, the company profile, look for the employee list and see who is head of sales or who is in charge. If it's a 
If it's around 10, 10 people, 20 people uh, startup, go for the CEO. Uh, if it's uh, about 20, I would say go for the head of sales because most of the companies who have more than 20 employees may have a VP of sales or head of sales or someone like that. Uh, go for that person. Don't go for HR. Go for the main guy. And you pick up the phone or use your LinkedIn, whatever it is, you reach out. Because end of the day, this is a sales job. And you had to, only thing when you're in a STR job uh, interview, only thing you had to do to the people, uh, only thing you had to show to the people, I'm sorry, only thing you had to show to the people is that you can actually take up the phone or actually reach out. You don't have a problem reaching out to the people. That's the only thing you had to actually show. And there is no technical uh, appointments. There is no some kind of puzzles or coding exams or anything. All you had to do for an STR job is that you can make the calls. You can reach out. You know how to approach people. That's all you had to do. And that you are not shy. You can do it. But I mean, think about it. If you're a great STR or a guy or a girl with potential STR capacity, what do you have to do? Are you going to be the person that is going to apply through a job post or job portal and wait for three months, six months uh, to get a uh, response? No, you had to call them. And if that didn't work, if you're pretty sure that you are actually able to do a great job, this company, you call them again. You send them an email. You send them a LinkedIn connection request. Whatever channels you could use. Or you, or you reach out to someone else in the company and ask for a referral. That's all you had to do. Because end of the day, that's what SDRs actually do. You try to get someone on board to the company and close the deal. AEs actually do the closing, but all you had to do is that get that first meeting, right? So when you go for an SDR job, don't worry too much about interviews or three months, four months period of time. You know, don't worry that if you really want that SDR job, just call them, just call them, just reach them out, bypass the HR person. That's all you have to do to get that job. Because unlike engineering, you know, engineers, they had to go through uh, a different test, like uh, uh, programming, uh, technical questions, technical uh, experiments. I'm sorry. Uh, there are a lot of procedure that's happening during uh, a hiring of engineer. You know, with CTOs and that kind of thing. But for salespeople, it doesn't matter. We don't have any technical skills. All you had to, you don't even have to do role play. To be honest, you just call them just to say, "Hey, I saw this opportunity. I believe I can actually do it. I really like your product. I really believe in your product, and I actually think that I could actually sell this product in the market. And I don't have a problem calling people. I don't have a pro problem." reaching out to people if I see there is an opportunity and that's what makes you great salespeople, right? You don't have to meet four managers, five managers, do a lot of technical testing, coding testing. You don't have to do any of those things. Only thing you have to show is that you got it, that you have the capacity. Now, so, and, um, you know, so that's how you get started and it's very easy to get started. So if you are getting started, if you really want to get into STR role, uh, I would say go for startups or scale ups and reach out to this uh, head of sales or CEO or the founders and say that and uh, try to sell yourself. You know, the thing is that just show the potential and they will definitely hire you. And uh, 
that's it um so moving on to, uh, on to the next topic uh, the benefits now as an str everyone knows there are a lot of benefits and first and foremost and we had to say it it's about money you know and uh, there is a uh, the there is money option but mainly i believe is that it's more about self discipline you always get an option to design your productivity lifestyle with sales role you know and uh, yeah i'm going to make hundred calls but let me make hundred calls on my own terms because you know sales it is a you can get burnout really fast so all companies most of the companies give you some kind of flexibility if those companies are not giving you flexibility to make those calls or do prospecting in your way maybe you should leave them uh, but that's not how sales people work you need some kind of energy to do all these kind of things but what are the main thing every strs really looking into as a benefit factor of being an str is the money yes you bring in money to the company you get a commission you bring more money to the company you get a bigger commission and yes that is true and as a str that is a driving factor there is nothing to be ashamed of that it is a driving factor right companies had to grow so should we right now and and i think i think from personally i think if you are if you start as an str uh one of the key skill that you actually learn is how to handle people and how to develop great communication skill this two things guys this 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 is it right this two things are very very important i mean you can be literally be successful if you know how to handle people and if you know how to have a great communication or a great chat with people that's all sales is that's all business is you could see entrepreneurs with stupid ideas raising lot of capital it's connections it it's network and it's the way they talk it's the it's the way they how they put the ideas out there and that's what really matters you should be able to handle people but the thing is that if you're starting as an str it's it's a skill some people are born with it some most of the people are not born with it but it's an opportunity to learn you are always meeting new people you are always meeting interesting people and sometimes assholes too but you always meet new people you get to see how human beings actually work how to how they actually think and sometimes you get an opportunity to understand how to manipulate people to get the things that you really need is it a bad thing yes but you get to understand that you will learn a skill and definitely you will definitely definitely improve your communication skill because end of the day being an str or in a sales role or in an ae role it's all about handling people right it's all about handling people and guys this is a dopamine driven job you know you don't have to take any drugs in a sales role all you have to do is that get your targets done make great deals for the company that gives you a lot of boost that will help you to achieve more and it also gives you self confidence because think about it you're a fucking stupid junior str that reach out to some random guy in a csu in a big multinational company and over the course of 5 months or 6 months you made a deal 
you fucking made a deal for the company that is around 500k or 600k and you made a great commission i mean it's a fucking high dopamine driven job and 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 one of the beautiful thing about sales is too is that when you make a sale you're stepping towards money and success I mean which job actually does that you can be really successful and really you know kind of rich or bit or a good rich by sales you know it's just like the movie wolf of wall street says you got a problem pick up pick up the phone or pick up the linkedin or pick up email whatever the channels that works for you do it you know that's your problems can be solved like your money problems can be solved with sales right now in the coming um you know uh podcast i will be sharing more of different channels how we could actually use different channels in 2022 uh to get things done uh, with especially with the prospecting um but you know as i'm starting with with this podcast there is no structure i'm also struggling to to you know uh to give you good content but right now i'm just giving you things that i know you know sharing things or knowledge or things that i experience in a very short period of time uh because uh uh you know i'm just getting started with the podcast but i'm i will be putting good content um out there in the following weeks uh but i'm also learning right you had to do it that's the sales thing too is you just had to be consistent and eventually you will improve right now that being said with all the benefits of being an sdr like uh, money freedom social life connections etc even though there are few things from my own experience you had to consider you know before starting as an sdr because there are some cons to um and one of them is that you sh- you had to be really passionate about what you're selling selling sorry selling or at least i would say the problem you are solving uh you should not you have to understand people's problem you should have you you should have a confidence that you could actually solve this problem people had to see that confidence that's the first thing um and another thing is that even if it's scary guys you had to do the make the calls I mean I'm still scared of making calls. I'm not perfect at it. My first call was really terrible. I will be sharing that in the next episode. It was really terrible. My second call was not that great but it was not really bad. And also I'm trying my best to improve that skill because calling is also a great skill. The conversion rate of cold calling is really low. It's it's something like 2 percentage. but it's it's a, it's a great skill for a sales guy that's a great skill you should develop it and i'm also trying to develop it if i learn anything new i will be sharing it with you guys right now another thing is that don't take anything while prospecting or while calling or while having a chat with your prospect personally if deal didn't happen don't take it personally because if you take things personally as in a sales role as an sdr as a, especially as a junior sdr it's really bad for your mind it's really bad for your career don't take anything personally if people say no two times three times end it that's it you know you don't have to waste your time all you're looking for is that yes 
That's what you're looking for. If people say no, maybe they really don't want your product. Don't worry about it. It's not personal. Don't take anything personally in sales. All you have to do is focus on your target and being a better salesperson or ambassador for your company or bring more money to your company and to your own pocket. Now, one important thing I really want to share before concluding this uh, podcast is uh, this is an opportunity I didn't get when I started as an SDR, but uh, I think now I realize that if you get an opportunity, guys, uh, to work under head of head of a sales or a sales coach or a sales manager, take it. Take it for at least for six months to one year because you, you, you really, it would be great if you work with someone who is a bit more experienced than you, right? It will be an amazing opportunity for you to become really great salespeople because if you are the only STR or junior STR and every of your teammate is of your own uh, experienced like uh, just starting out or maybe had two months experience three months experience then it's really hard for you to learn and you will repeat a lot of same mistakes where the solution has been already been developed for the last five years ago or 10 years ago right so you don't actually want to waste that time so it would be if you get an opportunity i don't know uh, if you get that opportunity but if you get an opportunity always try to work with head of sales or a sales manager or, or at least sometimes startup actually hires a sales coach for one day a week if even if there is that opportunity take it and learn from them learn from them. it will be hard but you had to learn from them you had to ask questions you had to ask you had to be very honest about what are your fears what are the things you are really scared to do what are the things that you feel ashamed to do just be honest about it. Ask many questions to your coaches or sales leaders and learn as much as possible if you really want to be a great SDR and move on to a better position. Because end of the day, this skill, this job is a great job and it's a best job to make money, to solve most of your financial problems at the same time to level up in the hierarchy. To be top in the society, this is the best job. For an engineer, that will take like five years or 10 years. For an SDR, if you're really good at it, if you really be consistent about it, it's not a talent. You just have to be very consistent. If you're consistent about it, you can achieve your goals, financial goals or any form of other goals within two years or three years. I would say two years. You could easily gain that. All you had to do is that you had to love the company that you're working for. You had to understand the actual problems of your prospect and you had to be very consistent too. That will definitely help you to be successful as an SDR, right? So, uh, guys, this is it. And uh, I'm going to end the podcast right here. Uh, I don't know how many of you will be listening or anyone will listen to this because I'm just blabbering. Uh, but if you have any questions, just let me know. And if you want to subscribe, you can subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts, any of those channels. And uh, let me know if you have any questions or what kind of content I had to put it out there. What are the things you would like to know? Just let me know and I would definitely, definitely answer you and bring better content as an SDR. As my experience as a junior SDR for many uh, startups, 
I would definitely help you out in any way possible. Just let me know. Right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day and uh, talk to you soon.